episode of Table for One, and I'm your host, Room Prime, for June 12th, 2019. Unfortunately, guys, there will be no Table for One plus one this week. Uh, Hellcat, my co-host, is busy uh, today, so she will be on next week, continuing on the BDSM uh, deep dive that we've been doing. And I can't wait. So you, you're you missed. You'll be missed, but not to worry. You'll be back next week. Same time, same place on Wednesdays. So guys, uh, before we begin, I want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in every day. I seriously do appreciate it. You know, without you guys, uh, it would just be me talking to myself. So I do appreciate you guys from, you know, the bottom of my heart. Uh... We're growing, and we can only go up from here. So please continue to uh, share the podcast, spread the word out. Uh, Also, if you're listening to iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, please leave a a comment if you're on uh, subscription-based podcast hosting sites. Please consider subscribing. Please, 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 as it helps grow my podcast and it can reach other people and as well as leaving a review for the podcast and as well as you can visit roomprimetv.com slash contact where you can send me questions regarding uh, myself the podcast any of my other co-hosts anything relating to the show you can go to that page and ask away and I want this podcast in the future to be uh, interactive. So that's the goal. Like, the more of you guys uh, spread the word about the podcast, the more uh, we can grow the audience. And then from there, we can get some questions in. Because I do want to talk to you guys. I do want to uh, talk to you guys, speak to you, not just at you. I want to talk to you. So it'll be greatly appreciated if you guys can. Spread the word out if you listen to this on iTunes and other uh, subscription-based podcast sites and hosting streams. Please uh, consider subscribing. It will really help me a great deal. And leaving a review on the podcast. So again, if you can do that, it will be a great help. Spread the word and we can grow the podcast and we can get a larger audience for me. So please. Uh, subscribe, review, and share. I sound like a YouTuber. <laughs> but, you know, shouts out to you guys for tuning in and listening to every day. So, today we'll be talking about the the bills announced uh, this week to decriminalize prostitution. We'll be talking about that. We'll be talking about uh, other parts of the world how they're tackling decriminalization of prostitution and uh, sex trade, 
Also, we'll be touching on Nevada. There, while it's still illegal, there's certain places where it is authorized to engage in prostitution. So we'll be talking about that. And as well as just the people that are, you know, on the fence or uh, they uh, oppose uh, the legalization of prostitution and decriminalizing it. So, yeah, I can't wait. So let's get on with today's topic. There are bills being introduced to decriminalize prostitution here in New York. Uh, And the question that everyone is asking, is everyone ready? And I feel like this is a great step in the right direction because there's certain things that shouldn't be, you know, illegal. And because prostitution is illegal, there's a lot of human trafficking, there's a lot of uh, violent crimes, a lot of sex crimes. So by doing this, it will dramatically reduce the amount of sex crimes because it is a problem. And I mentioned this in another podcast before. That is a, it's an issue. And this is one way of dealing with this. And just like with with uh, with weed. People are going to jail for just smoking weed or having a little dime bag and they're going away for a long time. So the best way to, you know, not crowd the prisons up and give non-offenders, you know, the maximum sentence. Because 15 years for a little bit of weed, like it's crazy. 15 years. Think about that. Up, upwards of 15 years just for having a little bit of, a little bit of weed. In your possession, and the prisons are, cr- are getting crowded due to you know a lot of non-offenders, non-violent offenders, I should say, going going to prisons. And, you know they got to get their quota. You know the you know prison systems and the cops they got to get their quota up. So that's what's going on. But if they decriminalize, if they take the steps to decriminalize. Uh, marijuana, it'll be a step in the right direction, just like with the decriminalization of prostitution. You know, and this is this is this should have been a thing from the jump, but of course, you know, things are slow rolling. People are protesting, so we, you know, we need to push for this because. You know, the fact of the matter is, there's certain stuff that shouldn't be uh, illegal. You know, it's just, a, again, a way to fill a quota up. It's just a way to put more people in, in jail. And they know that the, the jails are getting overpopulated. They're getting full. They know this. But enough about the prison system for a bit. You know, I'm going to read a few articles from New York Times, New York Post, and also talk about a little bit about Nevada and their laws. Because there's certain places in Nevada where you can, 
you know, conduct in prostitution legally. So remember, not it's not the whole state, it's just certain parts. Because people got that confused. Don't get it twisted. Anywhere else in Nevada, if you you know perform prostitution, it is still considered legal. So remember that. There's certain places in Nevada where you can legally, you know, conduct in prostitution, you know, pay for sex. So remember that. Don't just decide to get a, you know, get a, a plane ticket, go over there and do some nonsense. And then you go to jail, you'd be in a, in a Nevada prison. So remember that, <laughs> you know, trying to, trying to save you some heartache here. So let's read from the New York Times. New York took a significant step forward, expanding the national conversation about sex and crime when a collection of lawmakers on Monday introduced bills to decriminalize prostitution. Described as the first decriminalization bills ever in the state and the most comprehensive decriminalization effort ever initiated in the United States. The bills expand upon recent attempts in several other other states and the District of Columbia. If passed, the bills will allow paid sex between consenting adults, decriminalizing both the buying and selling of sex, as well as promoting prostitution, while mandating uh, prohibitions on trafficking, coercion, and sexual abuse of minors. There's no assurance that the measures will pass anytime soon. The legislative session is scheduled to end next Thursday, excuse me, next Wednesday, and Governor Andrew Cuomo has not endorsed the effort. So yeah, this is a a step in the right direction. While, of course, this will take time, it turns the wheels in motion for this to to eventually get passed because when people just assume, oh, prostitution, they think about, oh, you know, just people, two consenting adults paying for sex, you know, one paying for sex, the other one uh, giving the service. So it's more so about human trafficking, sex trafficking, abuse of minors, because it's not only uh, women that are affected with uh, prostitution and, and sex, the sex trade and, and, and sex slaves. It's also children. So this is a, a, a great win if this gets decriminalized here in New York City. It's, this will mean drastically lowering uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and sexual abuse of minors. Because if things, certain things are legal, you know, two consenting adults, you know, one paying for sex and one giving, then there won't be the need for it to go underground. And also the depraved acts that a lot of uh, uh, scum of this earth do, you know, abusing children, uh, abusing women, and, you know, pimping as well, that will be drastically lower because hey it's it's legal so there'll be places where it's you can you know go and get a prostitute or you can exchange money for service without going to jail because think about it you will go to jail for having a bit of weed on you and sometimes the maximum sentence for a non-violent crime 
is, you know, possession of uh, marijuana. And just for that, and they're filling up the prisons. So if you, you go to jail, like more people have gone to jail, gone to prison for nonviolent crimes. So there's nonviolent offenders in jail. And there's filling up the prisons. So they figure, one of the things, they figure, hey, too many people in jail. People, you know, cops need to stop arresting people uh, for having weed and also for uh, paying for prostitutes. There are a lot of uh, rapists and, and pedophiles out there who are doing much worse. You know, murderers, rapists, pedophiles that are hurting people. But we're putting people in jail for having a bit of weed on them. Or, you know, someone paying for sex. And it's two consenting adults. So, with this bill, this will be a step in the right direction to start curving all of that. And for the people that think, oh, with this gets passed, we're going we're gonna to see people having sex all over the place. We're going to have, you know, we're going to see people just... You know, fucking in public, you know, unprotected. No. Absolutely not. That is furthest from the truth. It's going to be regulations. It's going to be certain things. Of course, it's, it's going to be regulated. It's going to be uh, monitored and whatnot. But it's in a step in the right direction. So before people get all, oh, it's just thinking about the worst, worst possible scenario, people need to chill. They need to slow their roll and relax. And also on the flip side, you got to remember that there's always, you know, a hidden motive, a hidden agenda for why they want to decriminalize this. Besides, you know, the obvious reasons uh, to decrease, you know, sex crimes, violent crimes, uh, exploitation of children, sex trafficking, sex, uh, sexual abuse of minors, of women. And, uh, you know, sex workers. There is also the fact that if they can tax this, there's any way they can tax this, then, you know, they can do it. And I'm not too confident that, you know, Albany is going to get this, you know, moving. Because, of course, there's always opposition. There's always uh, lobbyists. There's always, you know... Just push and pull, push, pull, push, pull in these type of things. Because there's always money involved. But I hope that something goes through. You know, hey, knock on wood. You know, you got to knock on wood sometimes. But to, you know, for this to pass, it will be a great benefit. Because less people go to jail for, you know, just soliciting sex or you know being a prostitute and that way is not underground when when things move underground that's when it becomes you know outlaw and when it becomes outlaw is possibility there's a lot there's a lot more possibility for things to get dangerous and for people to be hurt and it's no man's land so we got to think about that, but also the fact that, yeah, there could be 
obviously other hidden motives when it comes to this bill's introduction. Like, I want this bill or bills to be passed, but I'm not confident that it's going to be, you know, as as fast as it's supposed to be. You know, the process won't be as quick and, you know, in a timely manner because when there's money involved, when there's a bunch of politics involved, it's it's going to be a slow roll. It's it, most likely it's going to be a few years before it's actually, uh, you know, we see some traction. In a few months, we'll see, you know, hear a little more uh, news articles and and talking points, but we don't see much movement until, you know, a year or two, maybe three or four years. Hopefully, it will move faster if people uh, go out and protest, you know, put, you know, ring the alarm about it because if you don't move, they ain't going to move. So it's the best thing. And this, this is a, a win-win, not just for, you know, two adults to get their rocks off or whatever without, you know, having, you know, the fear of getting arrested and then doing an underground. It's also for human trafficking, for uh, sex tra- trafficking, uh, sex slaves, and, you know, and also minors as well, you know, sexual abuse, trafficking of minors. So it's a lot of things that will, a lot of things that can drastically decrease from prostitution becoming legal. So continuing on, read a little bit of the article before we move on to the next one. The legislation introduced in Albany makes clear that the sponsors view centuries of decriminalization of decriminalizing prostitution as failed public policy that has done far harm than good, driving it into the shadows and the underground illegal environment where sex workers face increased violence, abuse, and exploitation and are more vulnerable to trafficking. The bill the bills will be also allow for those convicted of prostitution related offenses to potentially vacate such convictions. So this is not a good thing. So people that were convicted for prostitution-related offenses, they can essentially, again, because these prisons are over, overcrowded. Who, who, who would have thought, you know, who would have thought arresting, you know, people for nonviolent crimes, putting them into jail for the maximum amount of sentence, you know, just 15 years for smoking weed, uh, 10 years for... You know, seven to ten years for prostitution. You know, for for doing that, like, who's that benefit? Of course, the prison system, because they they need to keep the jail cells filled up. They need to keep their quota. So this that's what. Excuse me. That's who benefits. It, it it's doesn't benefit no one else but the prison system. You know, and the state, because they need to keep those prisons filled, and they got to get their quotas up. So, the more and more people that 
go to jail for nonviolent offenses. It's going to be, they're going to come out and they're going to become violent because in order to, you know, in prison, never been to prison, never been to jail. And I don't plan on to, I don't plan on it, but prison's no joke. I know family members, I know friends who've been in jail. It is no joke. And to go to jail for a nonviolent crime for 7, 10, 15 years is crazy. That's a good chunk of your life gone. And then by the time you get out, you <laughs> life passes you by. And then because you're a convicted felon, it's going to be hard for you to get jobs. It's going to be hard for you to contribute to society. But because they put you in jail because, oh, I had a little bit of weed or I was, you know, engaging in prostitution. It's bullshit. There's many more people in jail for nonviolent crimes than people are in jail for violent crimes. I should look up that statistic, but it, it is it is staggering. You know, the, the last match is staggering. It's it is absurd that in twenty nineteen essentially more people are in jail for for marijuana and for nonviolent crimes than you know, murderers and, and, and rapists. It's crazy, it's ridiculous. And again, you know, you gotta love New York. They gotta fill that quota. So this will mean that prisons will be less occupied by nonviolent offenders, you know, for nonviolent crimes. So continue on. Such arguments echoes those made by some some of those who have worked in the sex trade, several of whom express satisfaction that their concerns are finally being heard by state politicians. I've been waiting for this for 30 years, uh, said Celia Gentelli, a transgender woman who did sex work and is now a member of Decrim and Y, a coalition behind the decriminalization push in New York. We are trying to change the lives of many New Yorkers who have had historically been criminalized for using their bodies to survive. And it's time to change that. So, yeah, so Decrim New York is, is a movement behind the decriminalization push in New York. And it's good because while it's a slippery slope, well, I agree, you got to do what you got to do to survive. And as long as you're not hurting or, or killing people, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Also, drugging. As long as you're not killing, harming, uh, taking someone's free will away, then you should do, not do as you please, but you should be able to, you know, you want to, use your body to survive it's okay just gotta be safe gotta be careful of course and yeah but this is also 
this is also that fear. You know, just with, with anything, there's good and there's bad. And it's just that fear that now, well, we're going to have... Not, it's not like a a, a, a ton of, of women just, oh, since it's, it's going to be legal, so... You know, I'm going to be a sex worker. No. You know, that that shouldn't be the case. And, oh, well, we're going to be, you know, there's going to be people, you know, soliciting sex like crazy now. Like, if this bill pass. No. Like, just, right, like, just, just, just like people drinking, you know, in the middle of the street. People are going to be having sex in the middle of the street. Like, no, 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 no. You know, that that's... You know, indecent exposure, you know, flashing, you know, you got, you gotta, you have to, people need to wisen up because there's still ways you can, you know, you can be breaking the law essentially. You gotta, you gotta be careful. You know, a lot of people just take the broad approach. Oh, well, like if, if, you know, you know, being, you know, paying for sex is going to be legal. It could be legal. So that means I can just go and, and, and have sex. No, like you gotta, you gotta be a little smarter than that. And for women who are out there, you know, prostituting, you know, they know that this is a dangerous, it's very dangerous. And by this, in the near future, being decriminalized, you know, prostitution, sex workers, it will be much safer for those. And hey, there's a business for everything. This is America after all. You know, if I feel like, and you know, you already know my stance, sex, you know, sex workers should not to be living in fear of, of being uh, raped, being violently attacked, being murdered, because due to it being underground, it's very dangerous just being a sex worker. You never know. You, you, a female, you know, sex worker can get, can get a John and, and now she has to, you know, have a knife, you know, to protect herself or, you know, a gun, especially if you have an illegal weapon and you're a sex worker that that's just charges on charges on charges, uh, top, you know, on, on you because, you got to protect yourself. And, and it's fucked up. It's very fucked up. So hopefully this will pass. And that means that it will be much safer. But again, this is the, the life that some people chose. So you just got to be careful. You know, I'm not saying, oh, well, you got to because, you you know, it's your falling. No, like, absolutely not. You got to be careful be worried, be aware, you know, because this isn't going to happen overnight. But if people keep fighting that, like uh, this organization, Decrim and Y, if they keep pushing for this, eventually the bills will be passed. But also I have that fear because the next thing is the fact that, like I mentioned earlier, everything can and will be taxed. And this is the thing where, yeah, while it's good, you know, this stops, you know, the violent crimes and, and the murders, uh, 
and the trafficking of people and, and abuse of minors and the trafficking of minors. There's also the fact that the real intention is to essentially tax. There's some sort of tax. Just like with marijuana, they, they're passing, you know, they're passing uh, bills to decriminalize marijuana. And now the, the state gets, you know, they can tax it because it's legal. And you're, you have to be sanctioned by the state to, you know, to sell, to, you know, to, to buy or sell. You get the, the, uh, the marijuana card, which is, again, it's good, but there's also bad. You, you got to be careful. As, as soon as things are, are taxed, that's when they have the control. You, you're never really free because if they can tax you, they can put some sort of, uh, sort of, some sort of tax. That's when they got you. So you got to be careful. People need to be aware of that. People need to be worried of that. Because a lot of times people just take the, oh, well, it's, 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 uh, it's uh, legal. Like, no, like if, you had to be a citizen, first of all. I went to Colorado uh, last year in 2018. Beautiful state. Beautiful state. I want to go back there again. Shout out to all those who are in Colorado. I went there and a friend of mine that was, you know, I was staying with, uh, they were telling me that, yeah, like, weed is legal here, but you need to get a marijuana uh, card and you had to be a citizen so you had to move out there to enjoy the benefits and also you cannot own if you own a a gun you cannot uh, get a marijuana card and I was like fuck well that that sucks you know, so then because you have a, a, a registered weapon, then you got to go back underground. You see, it's, it's the crazy thing. It's like, well, it's good that it's, it's legal, but there's certain, uh, you know, uh, certain catches. It's, it's not all 1% legal smoke, you know, smoke until you drop. No. So you got to be really careful. Like, you got to know the laws so that way they don't bite you in the ass because a lot of people are not, they don't educate themselves. And it was, it was cool being out there. Fortunately, since, you know, I'm not a citizen and my friend, uh, couldn't, so she, you know, we couldn't, uh, and, you know, enjoy some, you know, marijuana, <laughs> we, we couldn't, you couldn't get high, but, um, you know, also if I, if I, if I were to, if I, you know, gotten some, I couldn't bring it on the plane with me cause they would have taken it and I, you know, possibly I wouldn't be here. I would probably be in, in jail, <laughs> in a, in a, in a Denver jail. So I gotta, you know, you know, you gotta be careful on that, but yeah, it's just, you gotta be careful because at any point they can, you know, when things are taxed. Anything can be taxed, and when they tax it, that's when you got to run for the hills. So that is the main fear here. That is the main concern that people should have. Well, they're giving us something, but they're going to want something in return.
So moving on, let's talk about this article here from the Journal of Ethics dot AMA dash ASSN dot org. This article decriminalization uh, decreasing sorry human trafficking through sex work decriminalization. So read a few, you know, tidbits here. In order to de- decrease human trafficking, healthcare workers should support the full decriminalization of prostitution, similar to trafficking of other forms of labor, preventing trafficking in the sex trade requires addressing different forms of uh marginalization that creates uh, vulnerable communities by removing the punitive laws that prevent reporting, exploitation, and abuse decriminalization allows sex workers to work more safely, thereby reducing marginalization and vulnerability. Decriminalization can also help uh, demonetize sex work. De- excuse me, destigmatize de- sex work and help resist political, social, and cultural marginalization of sex workers. And this is absolutely right. Because by... It's a real stigma. Oh, sex workers. Oh, you know, dirty. You know, it's it's dangerous. You know, they're they're not human. They're just pieces of meat. It's, uh, you know, it's it's a dirty game. It's a dangerous game. And there's a lot of... uh, A lot of safety concerns... Uh, is they're vulnerable because there's no one, no one to you know that has their back. You know they get in trouble, they they get raped while they're you know they they're taking on the job. They can't report it because then they get arrested because they're prostituting. Prostitution is still illegal, so they report a crime. That means that they had to out themselves as being a prostitute, and then that means they go to jail. So while their attackers still out there, they're in jail because they essentially broke the law. So it is messed up. It is truly messed up that there isn't much protection for sex workers. And also decriminalization helps destigmatize sex work. And... And, you know, just decrease the modernization of, you know, the sex workers. So it is very important that, you know, you know, time by time, we essentially, you know, break and remove these, these primitive laws. Because it is very, these laws are very old. And I believe certain laws should be amended, should be changed, because it's a different time. And there's a lot of old language, a lot of a lot, a lot of old language in, in these laws, and it's especially with the internet and social media, and a lot of things with you know technology. It, it is it is so much like to go through every law is it's <laughs> it'll make your head spin, and it has to be a lot of uh, uh, amendments and. Uh, you know, revisiting of these laws because 
a lot of these laws are like before our time. And these these laws have to be updated. So I read a little bit of this of this article. In August 2016, Amnesty International, while maintaining and reframing a strong uh come condemn uh, come ah God <laughs> condemnation of human trafficking apologize uh, releasing a model policy that calls upon countries to decriminalize the sex trade in order to better protect the health and human rights of sex workers as amnesty explains in the policy decriminalization is a shift form of catch-all offenses that cr- criminalize the most in all aspects of sex work including laws that target non-convasive uh, third parties who purchase or facilitate sex work, to laws and policies that provide protection for sex workers from acts of exploitation and abuse. Two, policy has been supported by the World Health Organization, UANDS, uh, the Global Alliance Against Trafficking Women, G-A-A-T-W, Human Rights Watch, uh, Land, Land, sorry if I'm pronouncing these, uh, these words wrong, uh, Legal, the American Civil Liberties Union, Freedom Network, USA, and numerous other organizations that focus on the vulnerability, uh, vulnerable populations, including victims of human trafficking, three and four, most importantly, it is a policy. It is a policy overwhelmingly support by those uh, trading sex for the community impacted by these laws and policies. Ooh, that is a, a mouthful, and there's a lot of organizations. You know, you got you got the World Health Organization. You got the Global Alliance Against Trafficking in Women, Human Rights Watch. Freedom Freedom Network USA. There's so many that are for the decriminalization of prostitution because it just creates a lot of stigmatism. Creates is a lot of safety issues, and also for the people who are you know for purchasing sex, you know for the men who are purchasing sex. They they're in the crossfire too, because essentially, it, it you you try and buy sex, you know you're going down too, and not for just uh, the men person sex, and you know and facilitation of sex, you know the women as well, that are you know. In the sex trade, it is something that has is definitely all these groups are working together in unison to make sure that this, you know, these laws are are, are broken down, they are changed because it, it is crazy that again, like I mentioned earlier, something happens, you know, while on the job, she can't call the cops. She can't ask for help because the moment she does, she outs herself. And then imagine, you know, a pimp. You know, we got to talk about the pimps, right? 
His girl gets pimped out and she can't report abuse because then she's going to get killed and everyone tries to help her. They're going to get into into some shit as well. So it's so many facets. If, if and when prostitution becomes legal, there won't be any need for pimps. There won't be need for that. Because once everything is it's centered and, and controlled to a point where everything is safe, there's some sort of regulation, then there won't be need for a pimp. Even though if the state and the city were to tax it, then essentially there will be the pimp. But more so the, the violent and the, and the domination and the control and, and the, the lack of free will, that, that's, that is where... Um, that's one of the aspects, major aspects. You got your pimps, you got the the abuse of women, the abuse of, of children. It, it is truly something that has to be looked at. And especially uh uh healthcare workers. They should, you know, definitely be behind the decriminalization of this. They should definitely they definitely should be behind this. Let's see here. Making good time. So, we before we talk about Nevada, this article, Swedish example, touted as a good way to fight prostitution, human trafficking. This was published... Wow, uh, today. It's published uh, today, uh, June 12th. Actually, yes, okay, it was published today, but, you know, different different uh, time zone. Actually, hold... Okay. Let's see. The State Committee for Television and Radio Broadcasting on June 12th organized a panel... Uh, a panel discussion on ways to battle prostitution and human trafficking in Ukraine, concentrating on the Swedish success on decreasing both. Swedish leg- legislator uh, criminalizes the act of paying for sex while simultaneously financing programs meant to help sex workers return to their other uh, livelihoods. The Swedish model for uh, Swedish model is considering a gold standard in battling both human trafficking. Lowering the numbers of people drawn into prostitution. Uh, Pierre and Anders son 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 son. Sorry if I'm butchering these names. Swedish ambassador at large for combating human trafficking said that the Swedish model that was implemented in Canada, Iceland, Ireland, Norway, France, and most recently in Israel, according to. Swedish ambassador, after criminalizing the act paying for sex in 1989, the number of sex workers uh, in Sweden decreased by 50% next year and was steadily declined ever since. The law also helped those shape public opinion inside Sweden and helping the country take on a role of strong human rights defenders. So while they're pushing to 
and human trafficking and prostitution. They're also essentially trying to get these get these women back into normal lives. Because I do agree, there's a lot of you know a lot of reasons why women get into prostitution, especially since it's on the ground because. You know, they may have had a, a, a rough life or they got into this because, you know, they need money uh, to get away from, you know, or abusive, someone abusive. And then they get into the abuse. It's a never ending circle cycle, I should say, of abuse. So I think in some in, in, in this in this aspect to basically end, you know, to decrease on human trafficking, sex trafficking, and and prostitution, here in this sense is good, because having, just having, you know, and especially in other countries, is much worse. Here, like, it's it's rough, but in other countries, it's, it's, it's ten times worse, because, you know, they... You know, a lot of these countries I mentioned that was mentioned here, they it's really high on on human trafficking, uh, sex slaves, uh, minors as well. You know, they 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 find you. You know, they, they you know they they find you. They they kidnap you, and you're basically a sex slave. And then when you're used up, they kill you. And then they just go find other other women and, and children to to kidnap and, and to sell and to use. So it's much worse over there than here. So while here, like, it's more so for a pleasure and whatnot, in, in that sense. Over there, it's a form of, you know, sell, trade and selling of, of people. And it is 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 fucked up. Like to put it bluntly, it's fucked up. So by Sweden trying to end prostitution and sex trafficking and human trafficking, think they're doing you know the right strides. So remember, other countries, other other places around the world is different. The same. Solution may not always work in other places of the world, even though to decrease it is the goal is to is to end the, the hurt and suffering. That is the goal, but just certain ways around it is the point I'm trying to make. Hopefully I made that clear. So while I agree for here in New York, we got to end it. So that way less people will get into prostitution and less people will be hurt and killed and be forced, you know, to, you know, to be pimped out and essentially live in in fear and danger, but also to consenting adults want to exchange, you know, money for sex. That's fine. That is fine. You know, that, that's, that's where, it's it should be okay rather than oh well uh 
like no 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 to prostitution no to to uh you know exchanging money for sex like that should be to to go to jail for that is ridiculous this is it's your body <laughs> you know if i want to go and, and hire someone and then get a hotel that's that's my business that shouldn't be going to jail for it you know unless you're you know there's a loophole you're uh you know filming a, a video you know you, you're doing a, a uh, adult film, then that's the loophole that they have that you can use, but it is very rough. So, there we got that out of the way. Nevada, oh Nevada. So, uh, from website statelaws.findlaw.com, Nevada prostitution and soliciting laws. So just for a little refresher, just a little bit of refresher. Prostitution is illegal nationwide except for certain, certain parts of Nevada. Under Nevada state law, prostitution and solicitation are legal in countries and counties with in less than 400,000 residents. However, Local governments have the power to outlaw prostitution. So just because a country has less than 400,000 residents doesn't necessarily mean that prostitution is legal there. This article provides a brief outline of Nevada's prostitution and solicitation laws. Illegal prostitution in Nevada. Throughout large parts of Nevada, including Las Vegas, both prostitution and solicitation are illegal. Therefore, engaging... Prostitution or offering or agreeing to engage in prostitution is illegal in certain parts of Nevada. The following chart outlines Nevada's main law preventing prostitution and solicitation. So you have code sections, ooh, so many, uh, 201.2.354. Engaging in prostitution solicitation. What's prohibited? Engaging in prostitution or solicitation of prostitution anywhere in Nevada except in a licensed house of prostitution. So places like the uh, the Bunny Ranch, you know, the licensed brothels, you know, that's those are legal places, which uh, uh, maybe. I should go to one, but if, you know, if things become legal here, then we don't need to, but still, it'd be cool to go to Nevada, you know, <laughs> it'll be definitely cool, be cool to go to, you know, to Nevada, it'll be cool to go to, that's like one of the places I want to visit in the United States, like, I have a, a bunch of places, but, yeah. So, in a in a licensed house of prostitution, it's legal. The uh, definitions: prostitution engaged in sexual conduct with another person in return for a fee, money, or something else of value. Sexual conduct, sexual intercourse, or genital contact, or any touching of the sexual organs or another in- intimate part of a person for a purpose of arousal or uh, gallivanting the sexual desire of either party. I pronounced that wrong. 
uh, solicitation of prostitution offering or agreeing to engage in prostitution, penalties, misdemeanor, soliciting a child, people under 18 years old for prostitution is an E-class felony and is punishable by imprisonment between one and four years and or a fine up to $5,000. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, pandering in Nevada is also illegal to induce, force, or uh, enrage, uh, arrange for another person to unlawfully engage in prostitution or to enter a part of Nevada where prostitution is practiced, encouraged, or allowed for the purpose of engaging in prostitution. Offenders who violate this law are guilty of pandering. Uh, pandering is a Class C felony. It's punishable by by imprisonment for between one to five years, and or fine up to ten thousand dollars. Legal prostitution license licensed brothels in Nevada. Nevada state law makes prostitution legal in licensed brothels located in in the counties in less than four hundred thousand residents. However, licensed brothels and the prostitution who uh, the prostitutes who work there must follow certain rules, including the following. So yeah, there's rules, which are sh- fair. Written right now, prost- prostitutes must be at least 18 years old and must be employed by their own free will. So basically, they can't be pimped out. Can't be pimped out. Can't be a, a slave. You gotta want to, you know, to become a prostitute and work at these licensed brothels over there in Nevada. And prostitutes must submit a regular HIV and STD testing. So they got to take those tests. And I'm also going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, prostitutes must use condoms. Like, not that hard. You go to uh, Walgreens and in, in brothels, in a lot of cases, they have condoms available. They have lube. They have condoms. They have dental dams. All this stuff. So it's it's... No excuse if you're there in Nevada. Brothels cannot be located within 400 yards of a school or a place of worship. Understandable. Because the clientele, you may have, sometimes have shady clientele. So you got to make sure that they're not around children. Because, again, with pedophiles and, and, and creeps and low lives, you got to be careful. That, that, that's, that, that's the... You know, it's again, it's fair, it's reasonable. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that uh, condition. Brothels cannot be located on a principal street, and brothels may not advertise in a public theater, on a public street, or highway, or any other uh, county, city, or town where the prostitution where prostitution is prohibited. So you can't advertise in a major public street avenue uh highway or any you know county city or town is fair you know i think that's fair it's 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 like eh, but i get it you know you you want it like while it's prohibited it's it's legal you kind of want to keep it low-key and you want to make sure that you don't have you know, the wrong type of people. Like, I, this is all for the safety of uh, the workers. 
So again, if it's safety and it's making sure that the clientele isn't uh, isn't uh, shady, you know, really really shady and, and creeps, and also you don't get fucking uh, weirdos and pedophiles and stuff like that and, and violent people, you know, and, and rapists and murderers, you know, I'm I'm all I'm all game for that. If it's, you know, to make sure everyone is safe, I'm all for it. So this is just an outline. So before I end, let's see how long we've been recording. Let's see here. One, two, three. Okay. Okay, a little under an hour, no no biggie. So, I want to talk about those who are opposed of prostitution being legal in New York. Because, you know, we're talking about New York. Like, I'm from New York, so... And also people, you know, who listen to this that aren't from New York or are, aren't even in the United States. You know, I just want to talk about those who are opposed. And like I mentioned earlier, I was like, oh, if prostitution becomes legal in New York, then people are going to be having sex unprotected. They're going to be fucking around, you know, with no condoms on. And here's the thing. This is golden rule that people need to follow. They need to understand that, hey, if it don't apply, let it fly. If it does not apply to you, then you shouldn't have to worry in the sense that if you know that you practice safe sex, you know that you protect yourself, you know that you, you and the person that you're conducting you know, sexual acts with, they're safe. You're safe. Then you shouldn't worry. But there are a lot of women out here. That are having sex unprotected. And they want to put their insecurities. They want to put their, 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 their shit, their baggage onto something that could not only decriminalize uh, sex trafficking. Just put, a, put a, a damper and eventually an end to you know abuse of minors, trafficking of minors, trafficking of women, abuse of women. Abusive sex workers. All because they're not practicing safe sex. They're the ones who are fucking dudes raw. Not not protecting themselves. And I'm all for, hey, a person, man or woman, they should, you know, if they want to have sex, if they're, you know, sexual, you know, we're all sexual beings. If you're comfortable with yourself and you enjoy sex, and there's nothing wrong with enjoying sex, but if you're not safe, and then you want to, you know, virtual signal, fuck you, because you're, you and many of those females that this applies to, you're the reason why it's fucked up to, you know, to want to have sex because you're practicing, you know, you're not practicing safe sex. You're going around fucking dudes raw. And then when you get 
STDs. Then you want to cry, oh, this 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 bill shouldn't pass because the moment it does, it's gonna be people having sex unprotected. That you you're doing that, and trust me, a lot of females are upset. I heard one of the the newscast, you know, the news stations that reported on this the other day. All the females were upset, and this is the other point I want to bring up. Using sex for uh, control. There are women, and again, it's your prerogative if you don't want to have sex or you know random guys, you know random hookups. That's fine. That's you know your prerogative. Nothing wrong with that. But if you use the fact you shield yourself, oh, I'm. I have someone. I'm dating someone. I'm. Uh, I have a man. So that means I can do all this shit. But really, you're you're undercover. Again, fuck you. You're essentially covering the fact. Oh, I'm I'm dating someone. I would, I have a man. You know, I have a boyfriend. Like you're undercover. I'm not going to use that that term because you know certain term because you know I don't like it. But there's just certain people, there's certain women out here. Again, if it don't apply to you, let it fly. Like don't spend the time uh, and effort getting angry and getting hoopla and 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 just ranting and raving. That don't apply to you. Don't worry about it. if it does and it bothers you then. That's something that you need to check out on your own. That that's that's a you problem, not a me problem. Remember, if this shit applies to you, it ain't my problem. I'm just the guy talking about this, you know, because I'm comfortable and content with myself. I'm, you know, I know what I am. I know what I'm not. But for you, who, you know, for women and guys. That this applies to, if you feel some type of way, not my problem. It is a you problem. You need to get yourself checked out. Go to Walgreens. Go to go to Rite Aid. Go to Dwayne Reed. You know, hell, go to Target. Go to go to Walmart. You know, hell, go to your corner store if you don't want to buy a whole box of condoms. Which I rather buy a whole box of condoms than. Buy you know buy Plan B, or buy a bunch of uh, uh, baby products, diapers, baby formula. Diapers are expensive, <laughs> so we're a common guys. Don't 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 be an idiot. Like one moment of pleasure isn't worth nine months of headache and heartache, and also it ain't worth getting STD over. So again, if it if it applies to you, not a me problem. It is a you problem. And, you know, going back uh, to what I was talking about, is people that use sex as a form of control. And it's really fucked up that they go around virtual signaling. They go around, you know, using the fact, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm dating someone. I'm with someone. So I'm going to, you know, I'm... I'm I'm safe, I'm good, 
and I can do all this all this stuff and also cheat. They think, oh, I got me a man or I got me a, uh, a female, so I can go around and cheat. I can go around and do grimy shit because, you know, it ain't, I'm not, you know, going after just the women because we men, you know, we're fucked up. But I feel like the women have a bit more because they're the ones who tell us that it's their bodies. They do what they please, but then when they're irresponsible then we can't call them out on it. And again, I'm all for equality when it comes to two consenting adults where a man and a woman should have sex without all these issues, all these hoops and hurdles, but at the same time, just practice safe sex. This isn't a, a power trip. Sex should be fun, enjoyable, pleasurable, messy. When it's messy, it's right. It shouldn't be a a headache. It shouldn't be, you know, splitting hairs together. It shouldn't be putting a a very, very small, uh, you know, thread inside a very, very smaller needle. It shouldn't have to be like that. You know, if, again... If one person doesn't consent, then fine. Move on to the next one. And if two people consent, just be safe about it. And I feel like if we're honest with each other, if we're more so just upfront with what we want and stop with with the power play and the games and the nonsense and the bullshit, I think things will go a long way. And we don't have to worry about, you know, the stigma of of having sex and the taboos. You know, the taboos will be less and less uh, prominent because it's, with with sex, is used for a lot of things. And, you know, the battle with the sexes shouldn't be one of them. It should be fun, it should be pleasurable, it should be wet, messy, sloppy. And it shouldn't be used as a tool to control men and women. It should be used, hey, if you wanna if you wanna sell your body for sex and you're careful and you know you're wary and, and you protect yourself and you make sure that the guy protects himself because if a dude ain't wearing a condom, if you're dating him, if you're you know having a, a hookup or whatever, and he ain't he ain't agreeing to get a condom. And if, you know, he doesn't have a condom, you don't have a condom, then move on to the next one. Because your your life, his life ain't worth a fucking child or an STD. Just move on to the next, you know, be prepared. And, you know, you got to keep both men and women in check. Because it's too easy to say, oh, well, women do this, or women are... Are hoes, women are sluts, and all guys, maybe hello, men. We need to do better, you know. We also, men and women alike, we need to stop slut shaming each other. We need to stop slut shaming women, need to stop slut shaming other women because also, when women are saying, Oh, 
uh, prostitution shouldn't be legal because it's gonna have we're gonna see a bunch of females having sex all over the place. That's a form of slut shaming because you're just implying that once this becomes illegal, that women are just gonna be fucking around all over the place, unprotected. That's a form of slut shaming because when Again, if it, it applies to you, if you're going around, you know, having sex with, with guys raw, letting them, you know, bust inside of you, that's a you problem. It's, again, it's your body, so you need to command control over your body. Not blaming on other people or blaming on, on, this, on this bill to decriminalize uh, prostitution. It's you. Don't worry about everyone else. You need to make sure that you're firm about your body and protect it. Because you only got this one. So women out here that are opposed to this because they feel some type of way. Fuck you. You need to do better in, you know, protecting yourself and being, you know, having more self-control and having the will to say, I need to do better for my for myself and my body and my mind rather than putting your insecurities and putting your bullshit onto other people and this bill you know these bills are shot because the the moment you do it muddies the waters and you don't you don't want to money the waters more enough than it is so rant over gotta love a little rant here and there uh, got to slow it down now because, uh, went a little, went a little hand, but you know, we, we got to, because at the end of the day it is very, it's a, it's multifaceted. It is not just one broad, it's not just one broad, uh, uh, you know, form or one topic. It's so many so many facets that people need to understand. And also for the ones who are opposed, they need to check their insecurities at the door. And, you know, they have to look inside themselves. Because, again, if it, don't, if it don't apply, let it fly. So the fact that it's bothering people, that means that it's, it applies to them. That they're, they're, not in, you know, they're not secure with themselves. They're very insecure. They're the ones who are running around being you know participating in protective sex you know endangering themselves and endangering other people and that's fucked up if you're endangering yourself and other people spreading stds and stds are rampant especially in the african-american community especially with minorities it's very dangerous so we had to we had to, you know, put a stop to that. All right. So that being said, thank you for those who have listened all the way through this episode. A little ranty, but, you know, we got a rant. Like, I, I love, I just love ranting. So expect more of those to come. But, guys, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Appreciate you guys. Uh... I want to give a few shout outs before we go and, you know, shameless plugs and whatever. 
Uh, shout outs to Rome himself. Me and him will be on. We'll be on later on this week discussing E3. You know, the good, the bad, and everything else in between regarding this week's E3 or Electronic Entertainment Expo. That's what that's why it's called E3, for those who, who are wondering. Uh, E3 is still going on this week. Uh, all the major press conferences are done. So by Saturday, we'll, we'll be on talking about Everything that transpired and just our thoughts overall and what our favorite games, uh, you know, who were the winners, who were the losers. And if you saw by my tweets, you know that I wasn't very happy with a, a certain company that I love, you know, for a while. But I'm patient. But you'll hear all those thoughts later on in the week. I don't want to give it too much, give this, you know, too much uh, talk since it's not the, the proper podcast for it. But yeah, shouts out uh, to Rome, as well as uh, his merch. He has a new merch, so I'll put a link in the description, so you will have your fill at that. Also, Agent Neil, shouts out to Agent Neil. He is one-third of the Roundtable. Shouts out to him. Shouts out to Hellcat. Uh, she wasn't able to get on this week uh, due to, you know... Uh, Outside forces, busy, but she will be back next week, same time, same place on Wednesdays. Also, shouts out to the Hyperbolic Salt Chamber. Thank you guys. You know, I love you guys. Uh, gotta, we definitely gotta do a, a wrestling podcast. Just overall, wrestling's been poo poo. So I, I've been trying to just get us all, all together, but we'll definitely plan it. So shout out to the hyperbolic assault uh, chamber, uh, super freak, uh, cosmic Kaiser, silly uni and Bevan and Ron himself. You know, we're, we're all over the place, <laughs> you know, multiple groups. So shouts out to, to those guys. And yeah, I guess no more plugs. Just if you want to follow me on any social media platforms, you know, Twitter is the best place to, to reach me. I'm more active on there. Uh, I do have Instagram, Facebook. Just search Ruben Prime TV. And it should get you to where you need to go on your respective uh, social media apps. Also, RubenPrimeTV.com is the website. So, RoomPrimeTV.com for everything relating to podcasts. If you want information on Table for One, the Roundtable, and the Ruben Rome Wrestling Podcast, and all of my podcast feeds, just go to RoomPrimeTV.com. I'm on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio. It all is all there for all the links, all the the feeds are there. So it's a one stop shop for everything. RoomPrimeTV.com. So with that being said, ooh, I need a glass of water. I'm going to shut the hell up now. Get this bit edited and pumped out so you can listen to and indulge and enjoy at your leisure. So for myself, 
Arun Prime and Arun Prime TV family. Thank you so much, and I bid you a farewell and adieu. Happy hump day, guys.